Hey, how's it going? I'm going to try something new here. I'm going to uh, walk you through my editing process when I write a song. And I've been working on this song for about a week and a bit now, bit by bit. And I'm going to just organize all my musical ideas and let you know what I think about each one. <clears throat> okay, I'm going to start organizing. And then I'll get back here and I'll explain what, uh, what I'm thinking as I work through this. Talk to you soon. Okay, so I've started uh, organizing my stuff. Of course, I'm working in uh, Logic Pro X. And what I usually do is, there's a couple key things I do. Um, when I'm um, ranking ideas, I actually color code them. This is kind of a system I came up with myself. So you select on the regions you want to color code. Then you hit Control and click on the mouse and you show, uh, go show and hide colors. Now, my personal system is, this is an interesting way of doing it. If I really like the idea, I'll shade it like a yellow or something. If I'm okay or so-so about the idea, I'll give it kind of a green. And if, it, if I'm like, um, it's passable but not great, I'll give it like a turquoise. Or it, and then uh, I just basically move down the, uh, if you see the color, color grid in uh, Logic, you can understand how it works. So yellow is uh, the warmer color that I moved down to. Basically, I moved down to cooler colors as the ideas get less interesting. And that way I know by color coding it, which ideas I'm really fond of editing and using in my final composition. Also, another very important thing I do, which I've developed myself over the years, is as I'm composing, I think about ideas for the actual structure of the song. And when I think about ideas for orchestration or arrangement or anything like that, there's a marker uh, tab at the top. If your marker tab doesn't show up, you hit control click on that little box at the very top, uh, you know, right above where your tempo is or whatever, right below where it says, yeah, right below where it says edit function view, et cetera, et cetera. There's a little area with a plus sign where you add stuff. So I hit control and I bring up the marker. Then when I bring up a marker, you have to go uh, you click on that timeline and you go create new marker and you can create a marker and then I double click the marker and instead of erase what it says there which is just marker and then you put in like uh, whatever your idea is you know make this part longer make this shorter play this on piano play this on mini moog whatever you want to whatever ideas you have and that way the next day when you come back to your uh, DAW project you'll remember all the things you were thinking of the day, uh, the day before and of course, something's changed, but um, more or less, you stay on track with your mental thoughts and you keep uh, moving forward in a positive direction. Okay, so I've uh, labeled my first section yellow because I really like it. And this was the part that I began the track with. I'll play it if you remember it. It's got drums. It's got uh, synth, bright uh, synth brass, which I'm gonna replace with orchestral instruments. It's got a cool bass sound from Massive Synthesizer. Here. That's the uh, Massive Synthesizer soloed. Anyway, so I definitely want to put this at the end of the track, I think. And here comes the solo coming up in a second. I love this uh, lead synth solo. So I'm going to replace this with real mini mood um, later down the road. The 
drum set was a modern drum set, I'm not sure. Cool, I'm definitely gonna label that as a yellow part. Okay, I'll end this and I'll um, get back to you with more of my editing process. Talk to you soon. Okay, I'm going through my piano roll here, and uh, yeah, I usually bring everything in from Sibelius, then I drop it in as one big long MIDI file, and then I can easily edit it in Logic, because I find this finalizing of the composition of the arrangement is easier for me in Logic. Some point, it might be easier in Sibelius, but right now, I really like Logic, because it's a good way to look at a lot of information quickly. And you don't have to look through pages and pages of sheet music, which you have to do in um, Sibelius. So anyway, um, so here's my first little idea. I'll play it for you. Okay, on first reading, these are just block chords. Of course, there's no parallels or anything. It's nice sounding and everything, but there's no interesting melody or anything like that. So what I'm gonna do is open up Show and Hide Colors, and I'm gonna label it as, let's see here. I'll give it a turquoise color because it's not that interesting. It's kind of filler right now. Okay, so that is my first idea. Of course, uh, I want you to know too that I often use, or I have to use, the uh, there's a function here, I'll show you what it is. Um, control T, yes. Okay, so you hit Control T to splice the MIDI regions. So I splice each one up, then I label it a color. And then I can easily edit it. And I have everything like in little uh, Lego blocks with different colors. Okay. I'll stop this and I'll move on to my next little piece. Okay, here's the next piece I'll play it for you. Of course, it's all based on the same uh, Bach bass line that I was talking about, uh, BWV, 582, Pasacalia, but um, yeah, I'm just trying to write my own original melodies on top. So I'll play you this next one. It's okay, it's got a little bit more of a melody than the previous one, but it's not great because I know I get more interesting melodies later on. So I will label this, what color will I give it? I'll give it like a green, a little higher than turquoise, I'll give it a green color. That means I'm okay about it, but it's still kind of a filler piece. Okay, I'll keep on editing. <clears throat> okay, here's the next one, I'll play it for you. Now this one sounds a lot like the previous one, but this one, in my opinion, is a lot better because that top line melody is has a real logic to it. If I just play it for you, it's like... Sorry, I'm just selecting, that's why it's a, it sounds weird when I just play it like that. Um, no, that won't work. Okay. <clears throat> anyway, uh, the top line has a really nice logical melody that quite slightly builds and builds and builds. Maybe I should do this. Okay, I'll just do this, okay? I'm going to mute everything except for the top line melody. So you can just hear the top line melody. So I've done that. Then you go into mute tool. Okay, so it's muted all the, um, everything except for the top line melody. And I'll play you the top line melody. Oops, I missed one. Okay, you got to select them. Then you hit mute. 
using the mute tool in the piano edit window. And let's play it for you. Yep, it's a great um, logical melody compared to the previous two ideas. Now what I'm gonna do is um, unmute everything that I muted previously. You just gotta select it. It becomes a lighter shade of gray when it's all selected and then you hit the mute tool again and it becomes unmuted. It's a decent idea. What I'm going to do is go show uh, the. I'm going to go to show colors, and I'm going to give it a almost a yellow, not a bright yellow, like a dirty yellow, because <clears throat> I really like the idea quite a bit. I guess there's red all the way on the side. If I really really like an idea, I could go to red as well. Anyway, I'm just using the color chart in Logic, so I gave that one a dirty yellow because it's a good idea. Okay, I'll keep editing. Okay, next I have this idea. I'll play it for you right now. It's okay. It's not as good as the previous idea. And again, there's no interesting melody going on. The chords are really good. But I, I'm going to label this a... I guess a turquoise because there's not really much going on other than the chords being oops, being kind of cool. Sorry, I hit something wrong there. The chords being cool, but it doesn't have an interesting melody. So I'm going to give that a turquoise color. Okay, I'll keep on moving. Okay, here's another idea and I'll play it for you. Now, I really like this idea. I really like it because it's got, oh sorry, I'm just gonna do it at the end here. I'm gonna hit Control T, so I've chopped it, and I'm gonna look at what's going on in the MIDI, and you can probably hear it. So the first line is in the higher register, and then it goes, plays that in the middle register, and then it does it at the end, at the lower registers. Do, 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 do. So that's an interesting uh, interwoven melody. Um, and I really like it. I'm gonna label this pretty high as far as how much I like it and how I rank it. Cool. And it'll be, has a lot of potential for awesome orchestration. Bringing out that those high, medium, and low interesting melodies as a motif. It kind of works. It kind of works as a piece. So I'm going to label this. Okay, we have the colors open. And I'm going to give it a yellow color because I'm definitely going to use it. Okay, I'll keep on going. Okay, here's the next idea. I'll play it for you. Okay, it's not as good as the previous idea. It's got that little uh, do 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 like that do 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 do. That's nice. Do 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 do. I like that part. Do 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 do. That's nice. And then it uh, goes lower. It kind of echoes that in the lower part in the third bar. Do do do. I like that. 
will label this as, it's not a yellow, I'll label it as a green, a lime green, because it's okay. Anyway, I'll keep on going. <clears throat> okay, here's another idea, and I'll play it for you. You know the routine by now. I like it. It's okay. It's got this, uh, pl play the melodies that I like. And that echoes once. That's the main uh, interesting melody going on. I echoed it twice. Okay. Echoed it a third time. It's not the strongest melody, but it's kind of okay. So I am going to label this as a just just a green. Maybe blue-green. I don't know. It's almost the same as the first idea. It's so-so. It's okay. Okay, I'll keep on moving. <clears throat> okay, here's yet another idea. Um, I'll play it for you. It's okay. It's, it's okay. It's not as strong as the other one. I mean, it sounds intricate and interwoven and everything, but I still think I'm just going to give it a... Like a turquoisey color, because it's it might be just filler. A lot of these might just end up being filler, not things I'm super passionate about. Okay, I'll uh, go on to the next one. Okay, this next one I really dig. Um, well, I'll play it for you first. So the theme with this one is it's got this interesting melody that goes up like a triangle. And then it goes lower at the beginning, at the very end of bar two, at the beginning of bar three, it comes up again. So it's got a nice sort of, um, a nice uh, inter in <clears throat> interwoven lines that go up and down at the beginning and then goes low and then comes up at the end. And I hear a lot of really cool ideas for orchestration for this one. I'll play it for you one more time. Cool, I will label this a straight up yellow because I really like this idea. Okay, thanks for listening. Okay, here's another idea. I will play it for you and you can hear it. It's okay. Um, it's not the greatest. <clears throat> the interesting parts are, I'll play them for you. I'll unloop it. This, I'll play it for you. One second. <clears throat> do, 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 do. That was cool. And then it repeats. Do, 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 do. And that's going up and going up. And then the last two at bar three. It's going from up to down, up to down, so it's in reverse. So do 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 and then the cadence. So I like those four elements. I'm not gonna give this I'm not gonna give it a yellow, but I'm going to give it a solid lime color. I'm gonna give it a limey color because I think that is a pretty good idea. 
that's not top tier. <clears throat> okay, I'll keep on moving. Okay, here's another idea. I will play it for you, and here we go. It's okay. I don't really see, I'm looking at the MIDI right now, I don't see as strong <clears throat> motifs in the melody. I mean, the whole thing sounds pretty cool, but, um, and I like kind of what's going on in the ending with that lower line that's getting sort of, lower middle line that's getting complicated, um, I think. Hold on. I'm thinking if I was writing this with a motif in mind, It's, uh, the motif's not very strong. <clears throat> I can't see a straight motif that I was going for. So I will give this a green, a lower green color. I'd say it's like a B minus level or something. Okay, I'll keep on moving. <clears throat> okay, here's another idea. I will play it for you. And then I'll tell you what I was thinking when I wrote it. okay um, the strong thing when I was writing it I was remembering the first one two three four melodies that's in sixth uh, uh, the sixth so it's like a G and a E flat and, and then it's like a G sharp and then an F anyway it has this um, sixth intervals in the front and I thought that was a nice motif so I'll play that for you do 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 Harmonizing in sixth. It's hard to say sixth, sixth, sixes. Harmonizing in sixes, okay. Sorry for my singing. And then I tried to echo it later on. Here, I'll play for you. Not quite exact echo, but it's okay. So I do it kind of a third time. That do Okay. It's okay. I'll label it as a what color will I give it? Uh it's not the greatest. I'll give it like a B plus, maybe. That's generous though. Um it's almost the same as the previous one, but a little bit better. Okay, I'm giving this like a B and that's pushing it. Okay, I'll keep on moving. <clears throat> okay, here's another idea and I'll play it for you. Okay, uh, some I'm hearing a nice suspension in there, which I like. Hold on. This one. That's suspension. What is that? If I can actually click on it. Yeah, you can see the suspensions. If you click on things in the upper right-hand corner of your piano roll, if you click on the notes you want to talk about, you can see it written as which chord it is. So in this case, it's F sus4 going to an F minor. And I heard that suspension right away. I'm like, wow, I, I love that, the sound of that suspension. So... Hear that F, F sus4 going to F minor. That sounds really cool. Mm -hmm. 
okay, I kind of like it. There's not really a strong motif, but I like everything that's going on in it. And the ending is kind of cool where it goes like a do 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 do. I like that. That's really nice, the ending. <clears throat> so I will give this a, I'll give this like, I don't want to say B plus, but honestly, it's still kind of a B idea-ish. So I'm going to label it kind of a lime green. Okay, I'll keep on moving. Okay, here's the next idea. Um, I've got to chop it, so we use Command T to chop, and I'll play it for you. not great um, I'm not hearing a strong motif is in the melody um, a memorable part but I do hear some crunchiness down below which is kind of cool I don't remember what I was doing in Sibelius but um, some of the crunchiness in the bass tones are sort of cool that cool but that chord what is that chord oh it's just a G it's just a G it's just a F minor going to G some nice interesting um what do you call it uh contrary motion going on in the last two bars bar three and bar four Boom, so the bass is going lower and the top line melody is going higher more or less that part i like a lot too but overall this idea is like not great as far as not having a, a nice melody so I will probably give this around a turquoisey sort of color. So-so. Okay, I'll keep on moving. Okay, here's another idea. And first of all, uh, you gotta know your um, hot keys for Logic Pro X. Speed up your life. So control T, you chop it, and then we're gonna listen to this idea. It's got a lot of blocky chords, so it's not great. It doesn't have a great melody. But it's got one thing I like a lot. It's got this, where was it again? These two chords. It's got this, it's written here in Logic, and in Sibelius it would be different, but it's considered an F6 sus2 chord. So it's got an F6 sus2 chord, which I don't know, I had a different reasoning for it in Sibelius. F6 sus2 going to a G, which sounded cool. It's got an interesting sound. Down, down, those last two chords. Yeah, I like those two chords. That's got a nice. But because it lacks an interesting melody and because it's just blocky chords, I will just label this as a turquoise-ish color. Not the greatest. It's a filler, filler piece. Okay, I'll keep on moving. <clears throat> Here's the next piece, I'll play it for you.
okay. It's got this, I'll play the melodies in it that I think are interesting. That's kind of a motif, sort of. And I actually play the same thing again. But those two little motifs don't really justify being that overly uh, interesting. So I will just label this as a turquoise again, because again, I have a lot more like this previously, so it's getting a bit redundant. Okay, thanks for listening. I'll keep editing. <clears throat> okay, here's my next idea. Um, okay, we're getting to use these keys. Control T, you know where I'm going with this. So we're going to listen to it right now. Here we go. Have sworn I was thinking about a motif with this one, but I don't really looking at the MIDI file. I don't see a strong motif, but what I do see is a lot of interesting contrary motion going on in bar. Oh wow, in, in bar three. In bar three, it's got really cool contrary motion. So I'll just isolate bar three and I'll play that for you. Isn't that cool? I think I remember what I was doing with this. This is where I was uh, just, I remember when I did this in Sibelius. I was just beginning to uh, master my ability of, you know how in Sibelius it has the one, two, three, four on the uh, keypad? So I was labeling each melody line with the different colors perfectly. And I was finding out how to label everything um, so you could just manipulate and keep the voices really separate. I should have a podcast about that where I talk about that. <clears throat> it's so important. And actually, I'll just give you a hint now. The numbers are kind of in reverse. So I found it works best if the, on the keypad it says one. But one would actually be the highest voice and four would be the lowest voice. And then the soprano, which you think would be two, would actually be three. And then... Everything's in reverse um, for the labeling and getting those damn suspensions. I looked on YouTube actually for a good video because uh, when you're doing suspensions in Sibelius, getting it to notate right is, is a real pain in the butt. Um, you know, I have to show, I have to do a YouTube video about this. <clears throat> but um, if you have questions, let me know. But uh, basically, yeah, labeling the voices correctly in Sibelius is so important. And I know it's hard to follow what I'm saying here, and I'm going to do a YouTube video about it, because that's the only way I can express it. But that's what I did in this idea here. So, anyway, this doesn't have a strong melody, but it does have really cool um, contrary motion in bar 3. Therefore, I'll label it a green... Uh, lime green, because it was kind of a breakthrough as far as uh, how I was working in Sibelius. Okay, I'll keep on moving. Bye. <clears throat> okay, here's another idea. I'll play it for you right now. So I'm looking for a motif in there. I'm hearing a lot of cool little like um, lines like I'll play for you. 
that first one going up. That's cool. I like that. That's right in the middle at the end of bar two. That's cool. And then it's in the bass line. Boom, doo doo doo. Like that. That's the second time. And then it does it. It's kind of got slightly fugal qualities, I guess. The do. It's got some cool. Uh, you you hear it. You hear it. So I'm gonna label this as a greenish lime green again. Okay, that was a decent idea. Keep on moving. Okay, uh, this next idea I have to warn you. I went on a tangent. I actually moved well away from the major, from the main Bach bass line from BWV 582. I moved into a sort of a major tonality, but I was looking in my um, theory book, the Sarnecki book, the brown one, <clears throat> and I did a podcast about borrowed chords. So that really got into my head the idea of borrowed chords, and they were talking about flattened major six chords, uh, flattened major three chords, and borrowed um, two diminished chords at the end. So for the two, five, one progression at the end, instead of having, um, see in, in the major scale, the two chord would just be a minor chord, but in the minor scale, it would be a diminished. But basically this idea, before I play, it starts off with a major tonality uh, to make a long story short, then it goes to a flattened six chord, which is the C. If it's an E, ma e <clears throat> sorry, E flat major, which is the major, what do you call it? <coughs> okay, so in C minor, the major equivalent is, is E flat major. So this is an E flat major and E what is it? The flattened sixth chord is C. And it adds a very interesting harmonic language to this. And I'm rambling on a lot. I'll just play it for you. You'll hear it. So the key elements to look, listen for is that flattened sixth chord. So listen for it. I'll play it for you. Here it is. So it's got a C sus4 going to a C, which is the flattened sixth chord. And that has a really cool ending. I know there's a diminished two chord in there somewhere. Uh, Logic spells it out differently, so it's hard to hear, but. Hear that right there? Doo -doo. There's kind of weird um, harmony. I love that though. There it is, A flat sus2. I don't know why it's labeled as A. Ah, I've said it before, Logic's chord labeling is weird. It's not logical from where you're going from Sibelius into Logic. But, but there is a diminished two chord in there at the final cadence at the end, I know it. Because of the interest of this piece, I mean, there's not really an interesting melody going on, so I'm going to label it as kind of a green 
but um, I'm really being adventurous with the borrowed cord, so that's cool. Okay, I'll label it green, I'll keep on going. Okay, check out this idea. It's got more of the borrowed cords in it. I will play it for you and then I'll describe the borrow cords that I was focusing on for this idea. Now the cool borrowed chords, oh sorry, it's, it's in the key of E flat major. It's got the flattened seventh, which of course in E flat major would be D flat. So where's D flat? There it is. That's the D flat chord. That is the seventh, the flattened seventh, which is an interesting sound um, here. And then it from the flattened seventh, which is D flat, it goes to the flattened third, uh, which is um, which is F sharp. Okay, so it's going from that D flat to F sharp, and that's got a really interesting sound. I'll play it for you. Hear that? So just for those flattened seventh and flattened third, and then at the end, I think I use a diminished uh, second chord. I can't really hear it as well. It's not as cool as the previous one, but I think it's in there. A G sharp. Yeah, I think it's it's definitely a diminished second in there somewhere. So anyway, um, this doesn't have an interesting melody, but it's got the cool uh, borrowed chords. So I will label this as a, another green. Okay, I'll keep on moving. <clears throat> okay, here's the... Um, <clears throat> I know what I was doing with this idea. The previous idea, I just did more block chords. This one, I tried to have a melody going on. Uh, I'll play it for you. consistent melody but somewhere towards the beginning there's a cool cool harmonic cool sounding thing going on I'll play it for you uh, one second here just that part right there is so cool well, listen wait um, play it for you yeah just those two that little section there is really cool I might actually take this chord progression and try to write a new melody for it in Logic. Um, again, this has got the flattened seventh, and which is a D flat, yeah, D flat major, and then it's got the F sharp in there, which is the flattened third, I believe. And does it have? Has the diminished two in there. The diminished two. Yes, it does have the diminished two. Anyway, uh, the melody kind of sucks, but the harmonic stuff going on is really cool. So I will again label this kind of a lime green. We're almost at the end. Okay. Okay, this is the uh, second last idea. And uh, this one, I really just went for the full on. My logic behind this was full on major scale. There's no borrowed chords, nothing, just a pure happy um, major scale. And I have, a, because the previous examples didn't have a strong melody at all, and I admit that, um, this one had a strong melodic motif, 
and it's echoed on, it's played on the top line, then it's played on the middle line, and then it's played in the tenor line, and then it doesn't show up in the bass line, but it only shows up three times in the soprano, alto, tenor, and then it does a cadence. So I will play this for you right now. happy mode and what I'm going to do is I'm gonna isolate I'm gonna just play the motif so you can hear them clearly so you can hear they're totally in there they're hidden within the chords um, so let me just do 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 uh, it's kind of hard to pick them out just bear with me here I'm muting this muting this do 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 Finding it, yep, it's kind of there. Do, 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 do. Oh, there it is again. I had to adjust it sometimes. Do, 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 do. Okay, we got it, we got it. Ah, what the heck? Okay, I'm muting, 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 muting. Bear with me, bear with me. So we're hitting the mute button. Mute, we're almost there. Okay, so you can hear clearly soprano, alto, tenor, and then cadence. So the melody is three times. Here it is. You hear it, you hear it perfectly. the idea and if I unmute everything bear with me while I unmute it we're two minutes with this segment here sorry unmute unmute so you heard the melody separately they're interwoven into the harmony and the chords uh, gotta get a bass line oops there's no fast way to do this you just have to go in with your mouse and manually mute the stuff you want. Now I'm unmuting, of course. Okay, I've unmuted everything. I'll play for you again. What might be cool is that uh, motif, I might actually use the same instrument for the orchestration part, but that is to be determined. Um, because the melodic elements are so interesting and so consistent and so logical, I'm going to give this a straight-up yellow color. Okay, thank you, and I'll keep on moving. Okay, finally, we made it to the very last idea to be ranked and reviewed. Um, here it is. So the previous one, I had a major, full-up major scale, no borrowed chords, and the motif was strong, echoed in the soprano, alto, tenor, <laughs> and then cadence. So in this example here, I did the same thing with a, the minor equivalent. So we're back in the key of C minor. And you can probably hear it pretty strongly. Here we go. I'll play it for you. I don't think I'll mute it, but you can hear the melody going like... 
do 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 and then it repeats do 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 and then it goes lower do 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 and then cadence play for it one more time that's got a strong uh, motif so I will label that as straight up yellow I'm assuming okay we've done all the bits we have done all the bits oh another here's a little technique so basically when I write a song um, I want to keep it around between the four minute to I would say a six minute song is really long I like to stay ideally within around three minutes even if it's an instrumental and so what I do is I just get, this is early stages in this composition, but I'll still highlight all the um, elements, all the Lego blocks, so to speak, that I like. And I will loop them. I'll set up a loop at the top. And then what I do, the loop is the yellow button. Right beside the record button, there's a cycle. They call it cycles, right? It's loop, same sort of thing. And then what I do is I don't bounce it, but I pretend to bounce it. You go to file and you go to bounce and you hit, uh, you go project or section. You go bounce project or section. And then you can see there at the bottom, I'm not gonna really bounce it, but it says at the bottom of the screen that pops up, it says uh, requires 100 megabytes of free space, blah, 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 I have that. And then here's the key right here. It says time 440. So it lets you know that these mock-up ideas is a length of 440. So that's an acceptable length for a song. It's, so I could actually take a lot out. I could take the boring stuff out and focus on the interesting stuff, then rebuild it based on the interesting stuff. And then in the end, I have a solid four minutes of good music, hopefully. But yeah, it's good to keep an eye on how long your music is going to be and tear it down and build it up again. Take away me mediocre ideas and focus on the good ideas and build those up and make them sound really good. Okay, I think that basically covers it for the uh, ranking. So now I'm gonna get into the nitty gritty of composition. I might not do a podcast about this part, but if I come up with some interesting things to talk about, I'll be back here. Okay, thanks for listening, bye. Okay, so I wanna let you know a little bit of my inside process. So. What I do is when I start orchestration, I open up a new software instrument. It always opens up as default uh, electric piano. Then you go into it and you hit, you wanna get rid of that electric piano. So you have to go to reset channel strip. I've already done that. And then I go into my instruments in the bottom. If you right click at the top blue window, that has the plus, the power sign, everything in the channel strip. I actually use um, something called Orchestral Tools, which is a great uh, thing I purchased. Um, a guy on uh, YouTube recommended it, and uh, it has a really good full sound. So it's Orchestral Tools I use, and it's uh, Metropolis Arc 1. So I bring that up, but here's a key element. You go into Orchestral Tools, if you have it, you go to Sign Player. Sign Player is the way they use the playback. I heard you could do it through uh, contact, but anyway, I do it through their their own version, which is the sign player. And then it's key to go to uh, multi-output 16 times. So all the tracks will be playing through this one channel strip. And then you actually do the mixing within the sign player, and that's the way I've determined to work. So, um, and then you just open up instruments. And this is a whole other topic of conversation.
Now I don't want to get off, get off T key, but um, yeah, using the multi outputs is the key for this one. Okay, I'll keep on working on this. I'll let you know how it goes. Okay, I'll walk you through how I do this a little bit. Okay, so I've copied the first yellow one, the one I really like, so we're gonna play with some orchestration. I've chosen two sounds to start with. I've got to assign them to two different instruments. Different, I, you gotta make, <clears throat> anyway, when it's multi-outs in the mixing board, there's a little plus sign down at the bottom where you see it here, where is it here? Yeah, there's a plus sign. So it says instant six, whatever, you hit the plus size, it creates a new track, blah, blah, blah. <clears throat> so I've copied what I like here. I'm gonna mute the piano score. So you go to mute. Uh, I'll have to bring it up here. Show, hide, edit, tempo. I don't know where the mute button is, damn it. One second. Um, edit, playback. Oh, it's under playback. Okay, we're gonna mute the piano. So I, the whole thing is playing now with a violin sound. I'll play that for you. So what you want to do is, of course that sounds kind of shitty, crappy. We're going to just delete everything except for the top line melody. Because we want that top line to be played with a violin. So I'm deleting everything except for the top line. Oop, oop, we're out of range. So we gotta bring this whole thing down. An octave. That's a top line melody. And then in the bottom, we're gonna copy. We wanna save that piano as intact in the bottom, but it's muted. We're gonna bring that in. Uh, we're gonna bring that to the track below the violin. Mute on and off. We have a much fuller sound now. So here we're gonna do is we're gonna delete everything except for the bass line. Because the second uh, thing is just playing lower notes with the uh, low Wolfenstein low strings. So I'm going to delete everything except for the bass line. See, cool. That's just the very top and the very bottom. And then I'm going to beef out the middle with a different instrumentation, perhaps. Okay, I'll keep on orchestrating this. Thanks for listening. Okay, I was talking about orchestration, but I realized that I haven't done my overall arrangement yet. And also, the tempo is whacked because when I put it with my original synth idea that I came up with in Logic, it had a far more uh, harmonic... Rhythm was far slower, so it was like a So the, it's dragging those notes a lot longer. So I had to take my ideas from Sibelius, I had to go into the um, MIDI functions, MIDI transform, you go into MIDI transform, I guess in the piano roll, and you go to half speed. So uh, half speed will actually make it play slower.
because I'm in 120 BPM, blah, blah, blah. So I've taken that idea from Sibelius, long story short, and I've added some, I guess, syncopation or getting ahead of the one beat. So it adds a bit of excitement. I'll play it for you. In Sibelius, it was very straight. Doo, doo, everything was landing on the one. But I like to sometimes jump a little bit ahead of the one. So it adds a bit of excitement. And I'll play you uh, what that sounds like. Here, I've already edited it. I'll play it for you. Adds a bit of excitement to get ahead of the one, not landing on the one all the time. In contrast, I will play the original idea that I had back here in orchestration. No, actually, just play the piano one. So here it is. It's very straight, very square, very rigid sounding. Everything's perfectly landing on the one, which is fine, but it's very rigid sounding. more excited when I added that syncopation, I believe you call it, getting ahead of the one beat. Cool, you get the idea. I will keep on editing this and I'll get back to you.